Today on the Diz List, we discuss the top five in-park originals at Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 68, where we discuss the top five in-park originals at Walt Disney World. Let's discuss that a little bit. That's okay. A, that was a difficult title to come up with, but we have a... Let's explain it the best way we can here. Yeah. So, we went back and forth. We actually already recorded one time. Yeah, opening. and we went back because... So, the term IP we want to use... Correct, we but not everybody, all the time. not everybody understands what we mean. Right. So we want to be clear at the beginning. If we were to retitle it, we would title it Top 5 in Original Impark IP. Correct. But not everyone knows what IP is. So IP stands for what, Nick? Give us a definition here. Intellectual property. Right. It can be songs, um, pictures, artwork, um, stories, anything like that is considered intellectual property something you came up with in your brain so what we're looking for is something that the imagineers came up with that didn't exist anywhere else before it was in the park right so i'll give an example of something that existed outside of the parks prior like snow white snow white was ip that didn't even belong to disney snow white gets created by disney yep and now we have a Snow White-themed ride on both coasts. Yeah. Those are not part of something we could talk about in this episode because it's not original to the park. Yeah. So that's that's what I would say is my best way of describing what we mean today. Right. Like, I will use... Oh, gosh. I highly... I don't think this is on your list. I'm going to go off on a limb here. We may end up deleting this. <laughs> okay. For example... Okay. Jungle Cruise... Jungle, Jungle Cruise, Cruise is, 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 oh, geez. Jungle Cruise is original IP. Yeah, you're looking at your list now. Seriously, do Jungle, I have to delete this? Jungle Cruise is original IP. It is. It is. So that would be one that we would use as an example. You're looking at your phone here. No, I, yeah, I'm looking at my phone. All right. You're good. Okay. <laughs> I use that. Good. Good. I use that one for a reason because that one is not on my list. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. All right, good. Even if it were on my list, what's the big deal? No, nothing. Nothing. Right. I don't. I don't want to spoil stuff. You know, I, you call me the spoiler sometimes. Well, I mean, guys, <laughs> l- let me just tell you. I'll, I'll pull the curtain back for a moment. Go ahead. Rob always says when after he's seen a movie. Now, this won't spoil it, but there's this scene. Look, I'm better it, about it now. Yes, you are. <laughs> I agree. But you are better about okay, it. Okay, you can finish. I, I I cut you off from me. No, it's look. okay. Go ahead. I'm just go ahead. Saying, it's true. I admit. I, I I've goofed used, up a couple times. Let me let me rephrase what I was saying. Rob used to say, let me tell you about this scene. It's really not going to be a spoil. I won't spoil anything. I just got to tell you about this one part. And then he describes like Anakin Skywalker fighting Ahsoka. And you're like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, I know. But like, usually it was, it was something that was just like, man, I would have liked to have seen this originally without. So it's not a big deal. Rob, Rob's a, a good, a good movie. Um, Good movie guy now. He doesn't do that now. Do we need to go back and bleep out what you just said? We might I have mean, to. I mean, I just played the part of Rob. Right. Okay. I don't know. Um, speaking of ble- <laughs> speaking of bleeping stuff out, 
<laughs> um, I would have to bleep out my reaction. Yeah. My live reaction to the news that came out of Disney this week if we were on the air when it came out. Yeah. I, look, <laughs> you, you're offering a bunch of sales for attracting people to your resort. Yeah. A lot. Like a lot, a lot of, a lot of them. Um, you're offering a, a deal right now that involves like free, like half price. I think it was kids tickets. Yeah. And then like, and, and then they're like something with the dining. I too. think kids eat free yeah. or some crazy. Don't quote me on that. I'm not. And it's like this. It's a very long promotion. Yeah. And then the week after you announce that you announce, Hey, let's write, let's raise every single price in the park. Let's raise all of our ticket prices. Let's raise all of our uh, annual pass prices. And I get it. Like that's something that happens and I'm prepared for it, but don't send one signal that you are struggling, right? Because that's what you're sending for a signal. When you say half price kids tickets, um, and then turn around and like raise the price of everything. It's, it's a lot. It is a lot of money to go to Disney. We we've always said that we've never sugarcoated that fact. That is true. However, when you start seeing prices jump the way that they did, I mean, it's just kind of annoying is what it comes down to. I'm looking up for the the, uh, 50%, but it keeps giving me Disneyland. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was, but either way, it was a good deal. It says here quick on the heading, 50% off kids theme park tickets and dining at Walt Disney World. So we'll go with that. Yeah. And and that's like a long time. It's running, I think, through till June. Yeah. And I don't know. I to turn around and then raise the ticket prices as much as they have. Just a weird contradiction, I think. It is. And okay, congratulations. You can stay for cheaper, but we're because we want to attract you to stay here, but we're gonna raise the price of tickets because <laughs> now that you're on property, like if you weren't sold. Right. Let's say you were not sold on going to Disney and all you've been hearing is how expensive it is or how difficult it is. Right. That's part of it too. Like someone tells you, Hey man, you got to live off of this app and you're like, I'm not a tech person. I'm out. Yeah. If, if this was you, right. If you, if that's, if we're describing somebody that is not a devotee, which I get most of our listeners are not those people, but like we all have friends who are not Disney, um, addicts yeah. so to speak um or they're recovering <laughs> um <laughs> if, if you're one of those people and you've been hearing on the street how expensive and how difficult it is and then in in consecutive weeks disney talks about let's do some discounts let's take away the the time um the park hopping time thing so if you have a park hopper you don't need to worry about that well that was good news you and i yeah. talked about that yeah then- so so you have that right and then they buried it, like they buried that lead, like they they buried it by then now yeah. saying the what's CNBC going to run? They're not running a story about no about the sales. They're running a story about how Disney, a multi billion dollar corporation, just raised prices again. And it's the most profitable branch of all of the Walt Disney yeah. Company. Like I'm sick and tired of park goers covering the cost of Disney Plus. Yeah, that's what's happening. That is what's happening. Right? Is that because Disney Plus can't turn a profit, um, even with their new extremely increased prices, because that also went up. Yeah, I think it was this week. Like it's like one hundred and thirty nine dollars or something like that for a year now. 
to get the ad-free version, which by the way is $10 more than I paid as a D23 member for a three-year subscription Jeez. four years ago. Like, wow. Like, I, I don't get it. And it's okay for us to call out Disney on this stuff sometimes. And I think it needs to happen. Yeah. Like, what are they? Why do we cover the cost of all their other ventures that don't work? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Well, I think during COVID, they just decided, okay, well, parks aren't working. We got to lean in hard on Disney Plus, which is, it's a great service. But I think all the time when I, when I open up my Disney Plus app and I'm looking around inside there and I'm thinking, you know, I've kind of watched everything I want to watch. It's good. Uh, the the Star Wars stuff is great. The content. Right. But it's, um, so I watch Star Wars and right now, I'm, I think, did Ahsoka just finish? Did I? Yeah, I yes, did. That yeah, was yeah. A, I had to remember because it's been a crazy week. Uh, they also just started Loki, which was very good. Okay. Very good. Um, and I don't like a lot of the Marvel series, but uh, the three of us, my, my daughter was somewhere, but... My wife and son and I, we watched Loki and we like paused in the middle of the show and went, this is really good, <laughs> you know, because so many of them are not really good. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's all about time jumping. And if you're into that kind of thing, you know, alternate dimensions and all that, it's, it's definitely up your alley, but I'll go into that app back to my point here. I'll go into the Disney plus app and look around and go. Okay, watch that, saw that, saw that. And I, I don't watch a ton of TV. You know, we're busy. Our kids are involved in activities and sports and stuff. So I'm not home watching TV all the time. And I still go in there and there's really only two things I can watch. And then when those shows are over, like Ahsoka's over, luckily now I can watch Loki, but Loki's going to be over. And then I'm going to be like, okay, why do I have this now? Yeah. Why do I? Why do I have it? Like my kids... You know, they're a little bit older. A lot of times they're not going to go back in and watch an older. Actually, my son does. That's not true. My son will go back and watch old Disney movies um, now and again. So, but it's, I guess for your, you know, casual viewer, if there, if there isn't enough new material, that's tough. Yeah. It's tough to, to pay that cost every month. I, I mean, that cost. And then if you're going, if you go to Disney World now, the, the parking is $5 more. Yeah, 25 what? to 30, right? Right, which sounds nominal, but when you start thinking about the number of people who park, yeah. Disney just basically like bought a house a day. <laughs> and parking, let me get this right too. I was thinking of this when I heard that news. Parking is covered if you're staying on property only. Is that right? Oh, yeah. So, so again, that pushes uh, it pushes them to make even more money. By people saying, well, maybe I'm going to save money by staying at the All-Stars because of parking. I mean, I don't know if those numbers work out or not. You have to pay, I, you I have default to, to you on the number stuff. But you have to pay to park at the resort. Oh, that's true, too. So it's pointless. So, so you can park at the... You're parking somewhere. Correct. So oh. It's free parking at the park, but yeah, you paid for parking at your resort. Then I, you know, I, don't, I, I don't want a car, period, anymore. Why? Exactly. It's I'm going it, to Uber and Lyft everywhere. The, here's here's the good news, because there is some good news. I, I just take issue with the way the PR went out, right? They should have released these increases, then talk about the deals yeah. and everything else. Like, because now what are we talking about? We're talking about the price increases, you know? But if you're a family and you go through a travel agent who knows how to get that, you know, the, the package that we were just talking about, yeah. you can get a pretty good deal. 
Now, granted, usually you can only get those deals if you pay rack rate. So you might have to pay rack rate for your room, yep. but you get deals on the... So it's going to depend on what your family makeup is. Yeah. You know, if you have one adult and... Uh, or sorry, two adults and three kids, you know, maybe that's... Maybe the tickets are a better way to go than... Or maybe it's the room because you can only... There aren't very many five-person rooms at Disney. It's really going to come down to like what's what's best for you, and that's why you should probably use a travel agent. Um, we've got plenty of our friends uh, of the show who are. Yeah, if you're looking for a travel agent, just shoot us a message, and we can point you in the right direction. Absolutely. Um, so that's really all I had for news this week. Yeah, it's a, that's a tough. About. It's a tough one to start with, you know. And I know it's kind of a downer, and I know it's it's negative, and we're grumpy about it. But I mean, who's going to be positive about that? It's that's an unfortunate thing that we have to discuss, but who's going? Yes, now I get to spend five more dollars on parking, well, or now it's a a hundred and nine dollars is the cheapest park ticket. You know, that's for one day. Yeah, I will tell right. you that the that like for a, a multi day ticket, like went up significantly, um, like significantly, significantly. So it, it is what it is. Like. It, it, Prices are always going to go up, and I knew they were coming, and it's not a shock, and they always raise their prices. I just think that it sends weird messages, mixed signals. It does. When you're putting deals out there and then raising the prices. I it, it Just leave the price alone and don't put the deal out there. Yeah. Say, hey, this year we're not even going to raise prices. That would probably make them, you know. It would make them more money. It would draw more people in. I mean, uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't yeah. know. Who knows? They, they, they employ a whole bunch of, you know, corporate psychologists who go through and do this for a living so and figure out how to make people spend money well, it is what it is they may also ignore those people and just do what they want to do yeah so you mentioned message us and drop us a message so where yeah. can people do that well you guys can do it at instagram uh at dizless pod twitter at dizless pod all those things at dizless pod you can reach out to us and we also have a nice chat feature over on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash pod. I actually checked that out last weekend. Yeah. I went in and looked around, and yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have the app at all for Patreon. Oh, really? So I downloaded the Patreon app and yeah, looked around app inside. Is the app definitely has the chat feature, whereas the website, I'm not sure. I will say for anybody that's listening that is not super tech savvy, and I mean, we are. It's kind of it's something we both enjoy. I teach tech classes. So does so does Nick. But from just a person who kind of analyzes the way apps look and work and their you know their user interface or whatever you want to call it, it was very easy to use. It was very smooth. It was very obvious where to go, how to do it. I think the people that designed that app did a very good job. It was it was not incredibly complicated. So like, and the other cool thing on the app mm -hmm. is like our patrons are active in the chat a little bit and uh like jess w um she actually posted a picture of her with her dizless pod um no sti way sticker on her way to MCO. that is cool yeah um you know so it's nice that people like are are posting that in there and please post happy. post more photos there that's great yeah yeah so you know i do think that that it's a, a cool thing that they've done and they really have yeah. added to some of the um, some of the functionality of, of the app and it was easy. I, I was it, very impressed. Yeah. And you don't even have to be, you don't even have to be a paying uh, subscriber or paying. Uh, yeah. Paying patron. You can be a subscriber, like follow us. Kind yep, of thing. I saw that too. And so you follow it's like us one click. It's yeah. simple. 
Yeah, and you can follow and, and do your thing. Yeah, so I actually went in. I was like, huh, what other podcasts can I follow? Because yeah. that's kind of fun, too. If you, if obviously, well, maybe we're the only podcast you listen to. I doubt it. Uh, if not, we have some other great ones to suggest, but you can go in and follow other podcasts, too. And I don't know if they have the interact feature. We're just the coolest, and we have that. But, <laughs> and uh, we like to interact, too. And, yeah. Uh, very yeah. cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I think it's pretty cool that we were. We're able to do that with with followers and stuff there. Yep. Um, if you don't want to do the Patreon Patreon thing and like chat there, uh, trust me, I'm pretty active on the Instagram stuff. So if you send me a message there, but the cool thing with the chat one is it's like a little chat room just for Dizlist people. Yeah, so it's kind cool. of fun. But um, we're gonna head off to the halftime show, and this week it's going to be brought to brought to you by Jessica W for her sticker that she's sporting on her way to MCO. Cool. We appreciate so, it. Really appreciate that. That was yesterday. Um, so she'll hear this Wednesday. Uh, she's excited to see Chewbacca, she says. So. Welcome back. Uh, today we're going to talk about our top five in-park IP or in-park originals, however you want to think about it. Yep. Um, I think this is going to be an interesting show. Yep. Um, Disney has moved away from this, and I wish they wouldn't. I'm not anti-movie IP, but I am very pro-in-park original IP. Well, the rumor is there's one coming. Really? Yeah. What? In Disneyland. Oh, okay. They're going to be doing, it's not Swiss Family Robinson anymore. They're creating new and original characters for the, the Treehouse attraction, I heard. I thought it was Tarzan. Okay. No, I think they're getting rid of Tarzan. It's, again, it's a rumor. You can, you can okay. look it up. But Well, that's... Good. Okay. Yeah, cool. I had heard that um, they were going to go back to creating an original IP that has to do with the um, Explorers. What's the name of the Explorers group that's connected Society to Society of Explorers and it. Adventurers? That's it. Yeah. yeah. So, that, so that's that was, cool. That's a rumor I heard. Well, we'll um, see. I'm excited to hear your list. I think so. When I left my house today, my son said, "I can guarantee you, I know Mr. A's list." So I think it's kind of funny. Uh, uh, I don't yeah, think, probably. I, I think that some of the stuff he named yeah. are definitely on your list. Yeah. They're probably on my list, too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll see. So I want to hear what. Let's go ahead and just dive right in here. Well, I, I'll i be honest. I, I reordered these many, many times. Me too. And I think I'm where I need to be right now for certain reasons. Okay. Um, I tried to go through everything. I tried to list off. And I, I have a lot of honorable mentions, but I think mm-hmm. the honorable mentions for me were was just like, okay, here's everything that exists. <laughs> so when I get to the honorable mention part, it's like, here's a thing, here's a thing, here's a thing. Like, I'm not necessarily yeah. saying that they need to be on the honorable mention list, but we'll we'll see um, how much we, we overlap. Now, my number five, I think, are awesome characters that are often overlooked, and I think... I, I think more than likely this is on your list because this is one of your favorite things okay. at the park. Okay. And I think it's underrated. And I also think what a great show this would make, like a, a, a Disney Plus show. If they focused on these birds, and I think number five for me is the Tiki Birds because they're such cool characters and it's such a great original IP to have in the park that – the, I mean, it's. I kind of think of it in similar to you know Trace Caballeros, where maybe they have a 
like a, I, I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but imagine if they had a Disney Plus show where the birds were traveling around the world I and think, teaching kids, yeah. here's Switzerland, and you know. I think that'd be a great. Wouldn't idea. that be cool? It would be. I, I, you know, I love the Tiki Room. So, so uh, Tiki Birds, I think, would make, and it's it, it's the original animatronics. Like it's the yeah. first things that the Imagineers really came up with and had those birds talk and sing and it's really, really impressive. And I know there's loud clicking sounds when you're in there, <laughs> but part of the, that's part of the charm. It is. It is. And, and I think everybody loves it. And even kids that go in there, they enjoy it too. And I, you know, everything about it is such a fun and there's always something new to find interesting attraction. I, I love it. And you know, these, again, these kind of moved around on, on my list, but I'm, I'm happy that the Tiki birds, stayed on here and they they're great they're fun characters it's great songs um i don't yeah, know it's a, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great it's a great attraction my number yeah. five is the tiki birds uh okay so my number five um and and i know that you are kind of talking about character wise but i'm talking about just like in general storyline all the whole thing here um, my number five is going to be pirates of the caribbean cool um i think that yes I know they they made movies, but they made movies from the ride. Right, I'm so, the same way. So that is different. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I I may mention that at some point too. But this is I'm with you so far. Yeah, Pirates for me is definitely one of the coolest IPs. Um, when you go through that storyline, when you're dry, when you're on that boat and the story is being told, it's just a lot of fun. It, I mean, there's no way around it. It's it's a fun ride it's a fun story and yes you know now it's got johnny depp inserted into it and yeah they've changed the story i think for the better personally but the whole idea is just so it's just so cool and zany you know you got this these these pirates getting chased in cir- or chasing people in circles around these barrels and you've got the 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 woman chasing her husband with a broom yeah, and like, so you know, funny like and the drunk the drunk pirates you know that are sitting up on the bridge and stuff and and the the dog at the end with a key, I just think that that whole that whole ride and that whole attraction definitely is something that is worthy of being number five on my list of in park originals. Great choice, great choice. I may be talking about that one a little bit later, and um, okay, maybe I, maybe I can add to it. Okay, uh, number four for me is is really going to be a surprise, and I think we're going to have some people like Mark M who are going to write in about this. I put Haunted Mansion at four. I am not surprised that it's not number one for you. Um, for, I'm surprised it's four. Yeah. But, but I'm not surprised. For a couple reasons. Um, and I, I put some notes here, and I had to justify everything and why it was where it was. So the movie really factors in here. Obviously, they just turned it into a, a movie this past summer. So, And I, probably a lot of people are watching it right now because it's on Disney+. Plus. Have you seen it yet? I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Um, it was okay. cute. Yeah. It was good. It was, uh, yeah, not good. Okay. It was okay. It wasn't bad. Yep. There were some parts where I was like, that's funny. And then there were other parts where I was like, why? Yeah. I don't get it. I Did you enjoy seeing the... Um, the guest appearances from all the different things that are yeah. in the ride. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was, I, for me, that was the best part of it. Yeah. That was probably the cool thing. Yeah. yeah. So I like the fact that those characters have mystery to them mm-hmm. and that I don't know a lot about them. Like, I don't really want to know Madame Leota's backstory. Right. 
I, I just like the fact that there's the spooky floating head. And, you know, they kind of go into that in the movie, but I, I don't have to buy into that being canon for, you know, for the ride. My experience on the ride is my experience. So what I like about Haunted Mansion is just this giant cast of characters. There's so many characters that they've created mm-hmm. on this great ride. You know, the the singing heads, and I've been waiting to show you, uh, Nick, my socks that I got. Yeah, I see that. This week. Um, my Mansion f- socks? Yeah, nice. my friend uh, Todd, who listens to the show, Todd sent me a message and said, uh, hey, check out these Haunted Mansion socks from Stance, and I responded back with, purchased. <laughs> so they have the singing heads on my socks and in the ride, you know, the grave digger guy with his dog, Madame yeah. Leota, Hatbox Ghost, um, the hitchhiking ghosts are, you know, probably the most iconic, the bride. There's so many great characters, but I don't, they're very important to the park, but I think I like the fact that they're kind of a mystery and they just exist there. They're only in that house. You know, you don't see Hatbox Ghost walking around, other than maybe they would do that at like the Halloween party. But I like that they just exist there. They're good characters. They're really important IP, but it stays there. Yeah. So, like, the happy haunts are in the haunted Right. And it's literally inside that fenced in area, and that's it. Yep. Kind of thing. So, um, great characters. I enjoy them. I don't want to know a ton about them. I just like that they're spooky and they exist there. So, that's my four. My number four. is actually the opposite, that this IP has spilled over into other areas, specifically a very specific place across the walkway. And yes, you did spoil a bit of my list, because number four for me is Jungle Cruise. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't want to take it off. I didn't want to edit that out at the beginning of the show. Sure, sure. I don't have it at all on uh, even my honorable mention, because I don't... I don't really see him as characters, but I'm interested in what you're going to say here. Because it is IP. It is a story that's being told. Sure. The shtick kind of pours over into Jungle jungle Skippers for the the restaurant. I think the story that's being told in that whole area, whether you're on the ride or in the restaurant, um, is worthwhile. And it's something, obviously, they made a movie out of it, right? Yeah. But this idea of, of like... This kind of like lovable idiot, right? That's captaining you through this this attraction. When you think about what it really is, and 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 the idea behind it, and Walt's vision, I think that this is something you have to put on a list of park originals. Now I know you didn't, and that's fine. But park original IP, because I don't argue this, with you, but I also this, I see it that way now. But when I'm going through my list, I Oh, I didn't don't look at it from that perspective, but I do agree with you. Um, I just think that what makes this special is that it can survive outside of the ride itself, and it, and it spills over into that restaurant where that restaurant is also telling you a story inside there. Yeah. Where you've got you know the Society of Explorers and Venturers room, you've got the you know you've got all these different areas within that restaurant and stories in that restaurant that they're telling, and the the wait staff themselves are skippers um you know i i've made no bones about saying that it's not one of my top rides i, I don't enjoy this ride that much but it doesn't um, need to be a it, top ride to be right that's why an I'm, important like, one or... to recognize for me to i can still recognize its importance and like what the ip does and its value to the parks itself so number four for me is jungle cruise well and that's 
perfect segue into my number three, which I'll get right to it. Number three is the Country Bears. And not, again, not because I love it so much, but what has really become an important experience in the Magic Kingdom is the fact that those characters are always out. And you can always get pictures with the country bears. You can dance with the country bears. And they've become these kind of, you know, iconic characters just for being around. Like, even if you don't go in and watch the show, you just know that you're in Frontierland and there's these funny, uh, lovable, sometimes scary looking, sometimes doofy looking characters who are, you know, very friendly and walking around. And I really think that that's become a very important part of the Magic Kingdom in general. And even if you don't know their names, you're like, oh, that's that funny-looking bear, that scary-looking bear, the bear with the, you know, the giant mouth and lips, you know? Romeo. Pe- right, pe- right, <laughs> who's been renamed recently. Yeah. Um, but I, I just love those characters. And again, this is totally, in addition to the show, like, the, yes, the show is, is huge and, and so many beloved characters in, in Grizzly Hall, but I... I just like that it's become a thing and the dance party. And I I think kids and adults, you know, it's nostalgic for me, really enjoy that. And I'm glad that if they're going to rebrand, they're rebranding it to something that's still country bears. Do I want it to stay the way it is? Sure. But we say all the time, Walt says, this is not a museum. It's going to grow and it's going to change. And I am trying to be appreciative to the fact that, those characters that I love are still going to be there, even if they're singing, you know, country style uh, Disney songs. So I will still get to see them, and the walk around characters will will still be part of it. So for for me, number three is the Country Bears. Yeah, I mean that's a great pick. I might talk later about them, not at three, because at three I'm going to talk about something we've already talked about as well. Mm-hmm. Tiki Room. Yeah. Okay, so they're fun. I they. Jose's a great underrated they are. character. And I have never even thought about the fact they could really build a show. Yeah. I don't like see a, kid's, a movie. No, but a kid's show or, yeah. you know. Even an educational show. Yeah. I mean, there definitely could be some sort of an animated feature, but it'd be, that would be, I don't know if that would be a good animated feature, to be honest with you. But as far as a show goes, I think that it would it would play. Yeah. Um, that particular IP I think is important not because it because it doesn't spill over really a ton but the they do sell plenty of merch they have I mean my son's got a really cool tiki bird hat or enchanted tiki room hat um I I just love that that attraction makes me happy it it makes me think of like everything that Disney represents it is it is an attraction that I it shocked me that I liked uh what I mean by that is when when I was told, when we were going, planning our trip to Disney, um, my wife told me about, told me a story about how her, her best friend from college, or one of her best friends from college, said to her uh, that that's her father's favorite attraction. And, and hmm. my wife was trying to describe it to me, and I was like, <laughs> I know, that sounds lame. And then we went in, and I was like, oh my God, this is, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, you got, you got everything is going on in there. No matter room. where you sit, it, yeah. you're just absolutely encompassed and... And and the reason that I want to put it so high isn't necessarily because the IP is is such that like you mentioned it could be a, a Disney Plus show. It's because it is iconic and it paved the way, I feel, for a lot of the other things that they do at Disney with the animatronics. Absolutely. And when you think about what they do. Now, here's what I will say. 
I hope that in the future, if they choose to rebrand the Tiki Room again, like they did one time, right, under new management, yeah, they brought it back the original. Iago and uh, uh, Zazu. Yeah. Uh, now, if they go back to redo this, I want them to give it the Country Bears treatment that they're giving it with new animatronics, but they're, they're keeping it as the Tiki Room. There's nothing, like, controversial, I don't think, about the Tiki Room. Maybe I, I could be wrong. Um, but, like, I think that that, if they ever decide to undo this or to change this attraction, I hope they give it the Country Bears treatment is what I want to say. Yeah, I hope so, too. I, I don't think they necessarily need to. No, it, this isn't quite as bad as the as Country Bears, but that's just me. And, and I think the Country Bears needs it now. Mm-hmm. I th- I think just because, and I'll be completely honest, a, a couple of those songs are pretty off color. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And and I don't want people who listen to mistake me personally for uh, condoning some of the uh, the things in those songs. Some of the misogyny. Yeah. So that's that's not, yeah. that's not me. Yeah. I mean, that's why. Like, okay, change it up. You know, we're gonna get more people who are gonna love it and. Yeah, so, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So number th- number three for me was Tiki Room. What's your number two? Uh, number two, I had to um, bring up a graphic really quick because I had to remember the name of the character. So um, number two is actually Pirates for me. Okay. So I think Pirates is really interesting because those characters before, even pre-movies, it's similar to the Haunted Mansion where there's all of these like great characters that exist within the ride. Yeah, the prisoners the remind prisoners me of the hitchhiking with, ghosts. Right, right, with the dog and the the whistling at the end of the ride, and you know the drunk guy with the with the pig, and the other one with the cat, and the woman running with the broomstick. I mean, I could go on and on. I mean, on they're on. so iconic that if you drew them, like if somebody drew a picture like an animated version of them. Yep. Like they like you often see with Hitchhiking Ghost. Yes. You know immediately yeah. who they who they're trying to portray. So then you mentioned that they added in Jack Sparrow to the ride, but then as you were talking, I go, you know what? They added Jack Sparrow back in and it, I don't really feel like it ruined the ride. It was kind of cool that I think he pops up three times. I think he's in the barrel and then I think he's somewhere else and then he's at the end with the gold. I think three times. But the other one I I just remembered as you were talking is they have Barbosa, who's mm-hmm. on the pirate ship that yeah. they added in later on too. Yep. And I can't remember who the original captain was, and I I know I've seen it a you know innumerable amount of times. But uh, I think that's cool that those characters were added in and they really fit. Mm-hmm. You know I don't I know there's a lot of people that are upset that they're kind of shoehorning in the Hatbox Ghost at the beginning because the ghosts aren't supposed to be there yet i'm going to reserve judgment until i see it and yeah i'm, I'm not going to automatically hate it right but but you got to admit that the way they did it in pirates was way more seamless yes i would agree and l- let's hope that this is really cool too the way they do Hatbox. now i've seen Hatbox in real life at at disneyland and it's really impressive really impressive and i'm guessing that the reason they put it in a different spot, it has to just be because of the way things are set up. It couldn't fit there. Has to do something with that. Like, why would they? I can't imagine that they would do. There's, there's a logical reason. Yes, I'm with you. Correct. Yeah. And it's, it's a. It, it seems like a norm, a good spot for the Hatbox Ghost because, and I don't. Again, let's make up our own story separate from the movie. You have the bride with the axe, 
And then all of a sudden, there's a ghost whose head goes into a box. Like, let's put two and two together here. Right, yeah. Maybe the maybe that's the husband whose head was removed, and it's now in, in a hat box, you know? Perhaps. And then from there, you know, you know the rest of the story. But yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I had Pirates for Two. They're great characters. They're super iconic. My my pirates and bears and haunted mansion switched around, and honestly, we could really kind of switch them in any order. They're all great, they're all awesome original IP, and at some point, I'd like to do a, a Patreon with one or two ideas I have that are almost missed opportunities to add in original IP into rides that don't really have characters or really anybody at all like stories at all yeah so i'd like to do that at some point too i I had a couple ideas so my my two is pirates what did you have for two my number two is country bears okay because the reason they are higher for me than tiki room is that it's exactly something you talked about they walk around they are they're they're an entity outside of their own attraction right um i am trying to think okay there's only one other that i can think of where there is there are characters that walk around that are not movie characters that are not cartoon characters they they are straight up park characters yep. and i can only think of one other um so so i think that's why for me these guys have to be number 2 they they they're just fun like when you meet big al and he gives you a hug you're like oh <laughs> man you're hugging a real live teddy bear. I know. You know, and like I know when it, when it, you meet Romeo, I have to call him Romeo and, <laughs> and uh, Wendell. Uh, <laughs> Wendell is scary. I love him. Yeah, but like I love like going by. Like they are, they're really well. Like whoever trains these these cast members too, by the way, does a great job because when you go by on the boat, you can wave to them. And they will find you and they will point at you when they're up <laughs> when they're up on the balcony. You're walking by, and uh-huh. like I've seen it with you. You had your shirt on, and they were like, "Ah, oh, you know, Big Al." I, I had like, my Big Al shirt, and I showed Big Al. And, yeah, you know, I got my picture with him. He was up on the balcony, and I still got a photo with him. It was cool. Yeah, like I just think that they do such a um, a good job of bringing bringing character, bringing uh, folks in, and then like the first time we went. My kids were like, "What? Are, who are these bears, right? <laughs> because they're not anything you've seen from a movie. And then you go in to Grizzly Hall and you're like, oh, that's who those people are. And now it makes sense. And like, you, I can't wait, honestly, for the new one because I know that there are people who are upset that they're losing their beloved songs. I think it's actually yeah. going to be really cool that they're doing um, Disney-fied, um, or I should say country-fied Disney songs. Yeah. I think that's going to be fun. And it's gonna be it's gonna be better for kids because kids going in there like I don't know those those other songs nor do I want them to know those other songs. <laughs> um, so yeah, I my number two country bears. We've already said a lot about country bears, so I'm excited. Yeah. So does this mean we match up on number one? I mean, one? I think when I left my house today, yeah. my son said, "I know uh, you. I know Mr. A's list." Yep. Um, yep. I think that the reality is. We, he he knew that we both picked this for number one. Yeah, and it has uh, this character has the biggest, most giant impact on this park, and and this character. Well, it's funny because it's the only other one, right? Yeah. The, okay. Well, the majority of yeah, all that my first four, other than this, so five, four, three, and two are all Magic Kingdom, and this one's an Epcot character, and my number one 
is figment. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, just because of the the impact. And I know the ride. A lot of people don't like it. Uh, I know we have one of a friend of the show, Eric, can't stand figment, and I, I get it. There's a lot of people who don't like figment, and figment is a polarizing character. But figment has a personality. Figment is the star of the entire ride. Used to kind of share it with the Dreamfinder a little bit. And Dreamfinder's great too and definitely underrated. And I'd love to bring him back in some way. But Figment has become the icon of that park. I think that with the direction that like what's old is new again kind of a thing. Yeah. So the whole idea of like a steampunk area that involves Dreamfinder and Figment That'd be cool. would be really cool. Yeah. I think you will see sooner rather than later that they will redo that ride. And it's there's been multiple iterations of it. Yep. We're not living with the worst one, that's for sure. Because yeah. there was one in between that didn't last very long that was yeah. worse. But we're also not living with the best. And so um Figment for me, I always just I I love Figment. I haven't met him yet, but like, you know, prior to a month ago or two months ago, the Country Bears were the only in park originals that walked around, and now yeah. you've got yeah. also Figment. He's not walking around, but he's doing meet and greets. Yep. Now I think that was rushed and hurried. Um, it wasn't rushed and hurried actually because it took him a, a year to figure it out. But they didn't do any. I don't like what they did with the meet and greet where he's just coming out of the same tunnel that Ralph did. But it is what it is. Yeah. Um, at least they're at least he's meeting and greeting. Um, I I don't know. Figment is great. I love Figment merch. My daughter has these Figment socks that have like horns on them that are like <laughs> hilarious. She wore to school the other day, and I was like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Where are my Figment socks?" I'm like, "But is it is it a theme day at school? Like, what's going on today?" She's like, "No, I wanted to wear my Figment socks. I just want to wear them." I'm like, "Okay." There's, they've got like hor- I mean, there are horns that come like the fig like Figment's head. So it's kind of, it's just kind of funny. That's cool. They're, they're cool socks, but it's my it's one of my favorites, right? It's it's something I won't skip, even though it's a tragically awful ride right now. Yeah, I won't skip it. The animatronics are, are worse. always like, oh, <laughs> oh, there are worse. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, how do you not have Figment on it? Uh, you know, you can't not have it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad your son was right. Yeah. The now I do have some honorable mentions. I know you said you have a list. Yeah. Like of everything. Well, I had to think of all of them. And I yeah. actually thought of another one while we were talking. Okay. And I forgot about there's an original Star Wars character that exists, and that's DJ Rex. Oh, yeah. So DJ Rex is voiced by the late Pee Wee Herman. Yes. So yep. DJ Rex is an original for... Um, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. For, well, um, Star Tours first. Oh, sorry, Star Wars. Star Tours, I yeah. think Star Tours first. And then... They repurposed them, right? Yeah. And then he's in the bar where we went and hung out. Yeah. The actual animatronic version. Um, So I've got a few as well. Uh-huh. But um, one of them, I think, is... You probably wouldn't necessarily think of it as in-park original IP, but I do. And that's It's a Small World. Yeah. Like, all those characters in there are... Yep, I had that. Um. I have on I have Haunted Mansion on my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. I have one I bet you you didn't think about. I wonder if they're on your list. Orange Bird. Yeah. Is Orange Bird on your list? And Chuby. There's yeah. the two birds. Yeah. Chuby's from Runaway Railway. Yeah. Or, Orange, Orange Bird's not really a character, but it's kind of an icon for is, yeah, the like parks, the I guess. Parks specifically. It, the Florida Orange. Yeah. Specifically, like Epcot, he shows up a lot. Yeah. Um, 
Do you have any other ones? Uh, John from Carousel of Progress. Oh my gosh. How did I forget about John? Uh, he counts. He's yeah. he's an in park IP. So I had yeah. John. He got a new sweatshirt. Um, Sunny Eclipse is the um, oh, the man. character that sings at Cosmic Rays, and then the only other one I had. Sunny Eclipse looks like a giant gremlin. He does. Anyway. Mixed with Alf. Yes. Uh huh. It's Alf and yeah. Gremlins. It's and Alf then if he got wet. And then I had the Yeti. The Yeti could have a name. The Yeti could be a character. The Yeti could be a walk around. Disco Yeti. Why not? How hilarious would it be if they leaned into that? Why not? And at an after-hours party at Animal Kingdom or yeah. something, they had a stage, disco a, Yeti. Da- a dance party, a disco. That would be great. And Yeti was there. If they leaned into that, people would be like, okay, you're owning up to your mistake. You're owning up to the fact that yeah. it doesn't work. That'd that would be hilarious. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, all it is is just a repurposed Chewy costume. Yeah. And what they could do is close off you know, all the... The areas back where you go walk on, uh, you know, Gorilla Falls and and those areas close all that off. You can walk into kind of the Avatar area with all the lights. They're, well, they're doing, I mean, they're doing just that. Yeah. For the uh, after, not the after hours, but for the resort. Well, they the, could set up that area resort. where they have, where they were doing uh, kite tails. Yeah. And they, they could play music and I don't know. I think, I think it would cool. be, I think that if they leaned into it and had Disco Yeti, uh-huh. like... You could. I'm. I'm picturing a guy wearing like a '70s like leisure suit, and a and and a darn uh, Yeti costume. I think it'd be hilarious it would if, they, be awesome. if they leaned into the disco Yeti. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was our our list of our favorite original, like in park IP. And I gotta say, I, when you start reminiscing, it makes you wish they would do more of it. I know. And now I'm not necessarily a full blown anti IP guy. But man, having another like um, like having Imagineers be creative and creating things like Country Bears again would yeah. be amazing. So I don't know, but it's uh, it's been a great big beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. Yeah.